We're live. Ooh. Welcome back to the Blacked Out Podcast, y'all. We got our guest, uh, Big Nick Kalo, Master Distiller winner. Thank you. It's good to be here. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Hunk of hunk of burning love. <laughs> That's all right. I'm not going to do the move, though. <laughs> you got to do it, man, at least sometime. <laughs> we got a whole fucking hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were like, dance, monkey, dance. You're not leaving till you do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. That's a good one. Yeah. I, uh, see, I don't really watch that show very much. The only really episodes I've ever watched are friends of mine. So I went to go last night and I've been meaning to watch Sasquatch's episode because that's my buddy. Like he's cool as shit. And uh so I watched that last night and I watched your episode. I had to go on there and figure out how to get it. And I bought it on Amazon. I bought the whole season. And I was watching that shit and I was thinking, like, man, that's a cool episode where you you have 30 bucks to spend on on a mash, a mash bill. Everybody's, you know, a thirty dollar budget. That's yeah. pretty cool because that's how everybody starts out. You yeah. buy eight, $8 bag of fucking corn. Boom. You know, it's, uh, it's $17 now for a bag of sugar, but uh, it, it used to be a lot less. <laughs> you know, bag yeah. of sugar, bag of corn, you got fucking shine. Well, and, and that's how, you know, if you think back on it, that's how the original moonshiners got started as well. Like, they're not buying, like, craft bags of heirloom corn you know they're using whatever they have you know so. yeah grant yeah. sugar fucking whatever they can grab i recommend everybody start with crack corn yep. I, yeah i recommend everybody start out with uncle jesse's anybody ever asks what what do you think i should go uncle jesse's simple sour mash and a bag of rural king crack corn yeah I, I, that's that's what i, I bought a Bag of Walmart crack, crack cracked corn. First thing I bought, you know. Yeah, mine was uh, Tractor Supply, uh, yeah. Nation's Pride. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just I was just at uh, Tractor Supply looking at it the other day. It's like twenty four, like fifteen, sixteen bucks. It was on sale. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't beat yeah. it to start out, and then. You know, once you get the idea of how it works, that's where you can start venturing out, you know. Yeah. So how do you like that powdered peanut butter? Uh, I Well, I, I've done it so much at this point because everybody keeps asking for it that I'm almost sick of peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just, you know, for me, you know, everybody wants to try it too. Like everybody's asking, what's your recipe? And I tell them how to get started. I don't give them full details, but uh you know maybe i just had the luck of the hand with it because everyone's telling me they don't have the same results that i get from it but uh you know i just i stick to the same process and uh it turns out great for me you know i don't you know i i could honestly keep it at 100 proof and not uh like add any simple syrup or anything to dilute it down and it's still going to have a good strong peanut butter taste to it yeah hell yeah Oh, yeah, I'm a prepper, so I kind of I've got some of that powdered peanut peanut butter laying around. <laughs> but a lot of preppers end up putting that in their, their bug out. You know what I mean? They oh yeah, preps is it's good stuff to have around. Um, I never considered using it in a mash. That's pretty cool. Uh, 
I have yeah, to give it a try, or I'll have to maybe get a jar from you. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, <laughs> and, uh, when I was originally doing it, I was using real, like real, like peanut butter, bulk peanut butter from Sam's, uh, and I was doing it in a rum. So I was doing molasses and peanut butter. Uh, but the problem with that is, like, when it's done, you have like an inch to two inches of oil sitting on the top that you have to siphon off. And yeah, it is oily. Yeah. I was like, there's got to be an easier way. So I started doing, you know, some deep rabbit holes on Reddit about like peanut butter beer and how they're doing it. Uh, and it's it's all in the that powdered peanut butter, you know. Yeah. I, I never even thought about the powdered peanut butter. Uh, Chad, Chad, if he hops in, he, uh, he does a, a pretty good Reese's cup. He does peanut butter banana, too. He calls it Elvis yeah. Presley. Yeah, El Bedell was yeah. Presley too. Yeah, yeah. I, I had just had some of it, pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna and I've got bacon flavored moonshine, but I didn't run it. It was post flavored, you know. Um, I think you guys need to figure out a way to add bacon to the mix. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Well, I thought about that, and I was like, man, I don't know if I want to get too crazy with it, you know. And but you know, going on the show, you know, I I prep that it's it's not a show about who's going to make the best moonshine, but who's going to have the best marketable moonshine, you know, yeah. and, uh, my competitors, I, I gotta be honest. I, you know, in my opinion, I would, I would have drank theirs before I drank mine. You know, I, mine's good, but theirs was better. But I heard, a couple, know, I heard a couple people say that about being on, being on a show and having the other people's cause you, you get to try everybody's stuff, you know? And a lot of people yeah. I heard say that. And it's all about how they can market it. Like, you know, you got to look at, you know, how many watermelon moonshines are out there? How many peach brandies are out there? How many gin and tonics are out there? Um, yeah. I was yeah. thinking there's not, to my knowledge, there is not a peanut butter banana on the shelf. And especially a peanut butter that uh, comes out of the steel with peanut butter in it. Every peanut butter out there is post-flavored. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, it's not uh, mashed in. Starts in from the mashing process, and then I'll uh, I'll add some more right before I run it, just uh, uh, macerate it a little bit, and then uh, you know it's just it's coming off peanut butter from heads to tail. So yeah. Oh, there's Chad now coming. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna start doing this year. I'm gonna start venturing into the flavors, you know, instead of doing like because I, I basically I usually always do grains, you know. Yeah, I, I did that too, and uh, you know, I it got to where, like, I feel like every whiskey is like a step a step away from like what you know, either Maker's Mark or, or Jack Daniels. Like, you know, it just that market is just so flooded. It's hard to say I have an original recipe of it because something you know, somebody's recipe is going to taste close to something that's on the yeah. shelf. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. close to home. What's up, Chad? Yeah, What's up, What's going on? Slowest laptop in the world. Nothing oh, much, yeah. man. How you doing? Good, good. You froze? Oh, good. just for a second. <laughs> it is, slow. It is a slow son bitch. <laughs> Shit. Um He needs his microphone. I'm trying to uh, 
think, man, I, I, I was going to make a bacon flavored, uh, like a vodka once. And I did some research on it and I read a bunch of articles about how people did beers like you're talking about with, uh, with peanut butter, but it was with, it was with damn bacon and cause it's so damn greasy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But they was just, they was adding it in, letting it uh, sit and then cleaning it up, you know, filtering it. And it's a pain in the ass, but oh, yeah. I might still try it. If one of you guys hit it up before maybe, me, maybe, there's gotta be like a, a, a bacon. bacon bits. <laughs> Dude, they're so, they're so, I don't think the care, the, the, the bacon bits because they're not real bacon. I don't think that yeah. flavor would carry over right. They kind of have a chemical thing about them. If, if you really sit there and chew yeah. them. Yeah. It tastes like dog yeah. treats or something. Yeah. It tastes yeah. the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the next step is bacon. And if one of you guys get to it before me, let me know. Save me the fucking trouble. Competition's on. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny you say that. So I felt like. I'll have to see if I can find it and send it to you because I got it saved in my phone somewhere. But someone was talking about a bacon one, how they like almost like dehydrate the bacon and then they, you know, kind of mix it in almost like you would do with the peanuts. Uh, but I saved it, you know, thinking, you know, maybe one day I'll get to that. Um, I've been doing personally is movie theater popcorn. I got a uh, connection at the movie theater that, uh, you know, they'll sell me the popcorn they don't uh, sell at the end of the night. And I'll mash in with that and begin getting some good results from it. Really? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. A, a guy that lives on the corner told me, he said, I want buttered popcorn flavored moonshine. I said, and I everybody's like, been asking me for it. I was like, that's cool, man. But I got the post flavor. I haven't never tried it. I've had it sitting out there for like two or three months. Because I got it just for him. Because I don't see anybody else like I, I know wanting it really. <clears throat> but he said, I want, because I make every kind of corn liquor, man. If it's got fucking, if it's made of corn, I've, I've tried it or I'm trying it right now. <clears throat> so he's like, I want buttered, buttered popcorn. I'm like, that's post flavoring for me. But that's a good idea to get it from a movie theater, man. I was just going to uh, say that. I'd rather, I'd rather take that to the movie theater and buy the popcorn. That's right. Yeah. And, um, and the good thing about mashing with uh, already popped popcorn is, is that the starch is already exposed. So you just got to bring it to strike temperature and uh, like you cut a part of the process already out. You, you Do you need like a, a right. extra amount of uh, fermentation space because the space it takes up or does it? What well, do you, do you, it, it kind of condenses back down. So when you add it to the liquid or hot liquid, like it is shrinking back down. Uh, yeah. But, it's, but uh, you know, all that inside is already exposed. So um, normally for like 11 gallon batch, I need like a 60, like a 60 gallon trash bag full of popcorn and it'll all mash down into that. Damn. And there's not too much salt on it. Nope. And the butter don't make it greasy. Butter makes sure it greasy. So, yep. So uh, it's actually they don't it, they use a butter flavoring. It's not technically real butter, but it's the oil that they cook it in that's sitting on there. Yeah. So uh, same it's thing like the peanut wrong. butter. I gotta siphon it off. Uh, siphon it off the oil off the top, and then it's good to go. Salt for popcorn. 
Yeah, flavor, flavor, all some flavor, all shit. Yeah, I know. What I got action, man. Do peanut butter and banana, man. Peanut butter and banana. Yes, sir. How'd you come up with that? The peanut butter and banana. Well, you know, I've been making Elvis Presley. I call it Elvis Presley. That's what that's they were saying. Before what I do peanut butter and banana. You know, you might have saw my video before you went. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. But we're gonna have to trade jars, though. Um, since we're so close to each other, we go, I was thinking the same thing, bro. That's cool. The, cool. Uh, I just had to miss it, man. Damn, my wife said you. My wife's a huge Elvis fan. Um, she loves Elvis, man. And um, we went to Graceland. You know, you learn about Elvis and that. You know, peanut butter banana was his thing. Like he, you know, had fried peanut butter banana sandwiches. He had bacon on them. You know, and you know, I just, uh, I was, I was originally going to go in and do a peanut butter and jelly, uh, moonshine. And then my wife's like, well, why don't you do peanut butter banana? You know? And I was like, yeah, I said, I, you know, uh, you know, Elvis thing for you. I said, I, I said, I, I can do that. Y'all so, know Hunter Pro Phillips, right? Hunter Pro Phillips do what? was coming to my house. To, you know, Hunter Pro Phillips, he's on TikTok. He was mm -hmm. coming to my house to do a review on my moonshine. I was doing a peanut butter moonshine and I was just thinking, well, how can I make it stand out? You know what I'm saying? And I thought, well, hell, I'll just put bananas with it and call it Elvis Presley. And everybody loved it, bro. It's good. That's how I came up with it. Heck yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to trade peanut butter banana jars and we'll, uh, we will. we'll uh, we review will. each other's. And so how far is This is another 704 man right here, bro. We yeah. represent oh, it so how far yes, from sir. each other are you? Um, so I live in Denver, uh, Denver the East. Uh, so we're I'm in uh, Concord. So we're about we're probably about uh, forty five minutes an hour from each other. Yeah, you don't beat that. That's man. traffic. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, it's nice I having like idea. someone close to you, like uh, the one guy on uh, TikTok paper out. He called me the other day. He's like, "Yo, man, I seen that keg in the background. I got some bubble plates for you if you want them." Heck yeah. You know, he cool lives like that. an hour away. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to let me run in bubble place, bro, when you get them. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I got. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I was going to say, I, uh, I bought a bubble plate uh, to run. Uh, it's actually uh, in that video with those crazy hillbillies that I did for TikTok not too long ago. But uh, we were actually running in the video and uh, bought that bubble plate first time using it. And it, it was leaking like crazy. Like we had to stop filming in the middle of it and I had to uh, like take it off and start over again. <laughs> so where'd you get that? Uh, uh, I had one. So how long would know? What? I, sorry, y'all both talking at the same time. What was the question? My bad. Yeah, go ahead, Chad. Go ahead, Phil. I was just asking where'd what you, made it leak. I had no run of bubble plate. The delay's got it us. Again. <laughs> Draw the shortest straw. <laughs> All right, Phil, you go ahead. You go. <laughs> I was asking about the bubble plate. What made it leak? Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think I really got the bolts tight enough, um, and I think it was escaping through the seal. Okay. Um, so I, I'm gonna need to go back and you know look at what I did and try to re put it back together. And let me uh, before you go, Phil, let me 
address Noble over here in the comments. I heard yesterday yeah, that the jars were coming out, bro. The winter's jars are starting to hit shelves. They heard us bitching about it on TikTok, and they're gonna tighten that up. Yeah, so we uh, we got we actually I actually the other day I got an email from Sugarlands saying they're getting ready to start moving into production. You know, um, so. I guess we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I anticipate mine maybe the next two to three years as a realistic uh, expectation on that. Right. Uh, but I am working with another distillery, uh, and Sugarlands has gave me the green light to uh, like run with them, like a, as a permanent licensing thing. So uh, th that may, that may be coming out the next year. I was wondering if you was contractually obligated to Sugarlands after that. You know, I, I was wondering about that. Yeah, th so they're only going to do a limited run with us, so a 750 gallon run, uh, whatever alcohol yields off that, then that then that's it. Uh, yeah. So I think they're you know they they're so far behind. I think they were just happy to see that they don't have someone else like beating down their door trying to get their jar, you know. So they're like, yeah, yeah absolutely, you know, we release you, you know, whatever, we'll run your jar when it's your time, and you just keep doing your thing. So. I seen that you have a a, a sub pop, a copper one. How many gallons is that? That's a ten gallon. Believe it or not, it doesn't look like it. I actually, I think it's closer to twelve because uh, I was only putting eight in it for a while, and I was like, well, I'm gonna try to fill this thing up and see where it goes. And uh, I put a full ten in there, and there, I still probably could get another two gallons if I wanted to. Where'd you get that at? Uh, American Distilling Equipment. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen I, I seen that guy build a fucking coffin. <laughs> I was like, God damn, this dude built a coffin still. It was cool, but man, I had to really look, I had to really look for him on um, like Google when I was looking for you know a new steel because I I have you know I had just a traditional uh, pot steel you know with the with the thumper and everything, but you know it just. I was wanting something with tri clamps after being on the show. Like I was just like, you know, oh, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. And so less of a mess. Oh yeah. I've been pasting yeah. in. I've been pasting in my whole career, bro. Uh, I, I I just get I'll tired of it, the cleanup from it. I know, yeah, I know. Yes, yeah, sir. And dead man, uh, I mash in peanut butter and bananas when I do mine and it don't it works off good as hell. Uh, he was talking about the. Dead man was talking about the, yeah, the popcorn butter. He said, okay. "Don't don't My the bad. butter make the pH drop?" I, um, I honestly I hadn't had that issue. I don't, uh, I, I don't think it's real butter, and I think that's the key in it is that it's just it's butter flavored oil. Uh, Flavor it off. That's what they yeah. call that shit. Yeah. Like a buttery topping. Like if you go to the movie theater, it doesn't technically say butter on there. It says butter topping. Like it's not. Uh, it's not melted butter. We got some of that shit in the cabinet. It's not <laughs> real butter. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. Uh, I'm easy to it, Kurt. It's like a coconut oil type thing. Well, how was your uh, experience on Master Killer, bro? Uh, honestly, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like, it's just, it's undescribable if you've never been in like the TV industry or had like any piece of it, like, 
you know, you go in there expecting one thing and it's completely the other way around. Uh, it's kind of, you know, in a good way, it's kind of ruined reality TV for me. Like we try to watch, you know, something reality based or whatever. And my wife can't stand to watch it with me because I pick it apart. I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't happen like that. You know, they stop filming here. Here's what's really going on. Uh, and she's just like, yeah. like, I'm not watching TV with you anymore. Uh, but yeah, Bart, Digger, Tim, uh, yeah. Tickle, well, man, they're, they're, they're the real deal, man. Just, uh, you know, I just, I can't say enough good things about them. They just, you know, they, they are who they preach, you know, they're not putting on a show. So I keep hearing that. <laughs> are you sure you ain't paid to say that shit? Yeah. No, no, I swear. I hear everybody say the same thing. <laughs> the real deal. I've heard that a couple times in the last <laughs> week. I, Didn't Sasquatch say that same shit? <laughs> they got I, a goddamn moonshine cult out there now, boys. <laughs> word for word. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, if they are putting on a show, uh, they got to be putting it on all the time. Because I'm, I'm a people watcher, so... Like, you know, I'm not trying to get in everyone's business. I sit back and I watch and observe and I watch how they interact with other people too. And, uh, they're putting on an act like they keep it on 24 seven. Um, right. I ever see fucking Tim's nipple hanging out. I'm giving him a Texas tornado, son. (laughs) 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 Oh shit. Now you'll learn to wear a shirt. Hey man, (laughs) I like it. Jersey, bro. Oh, like thank you, thank you. Yep. Uh, Hell yeah. It's got, uh, got it from a site called Fans Idea. Uh, but yeah, like it's got all like my, you know, my moonshine stuff on it and everything. So yeah. I'm thinking about getting uh, getting some more made and, you know, take them on the road with me. Yeah. Right that's the perfect baseball jersey. You should, you should get them in cut- different colors too. Like if you're a Phillies fan or... Oh yeah, yeah. They, they, well they and they and I bought like one of the varsity jackets too. <laughs> That's uh, almost as bad as being a fucking like lettered in my- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in the seven oh four we don't have a good team. You know, we're just uh you know, we got the Braves, but you know, we're overdue we're for an MLB fans. team in Charlotte. You ever go to the Intimidator? Over in we, uh, we got a couple of minor league teams. I like going to the Intimidators games here and there, you know, the Knights games. Do you, you guys still got the uh, the dorm, uh, bull dorm, whatever, dorm, the baseball team? Yeah, yeah. minor league. Yeah, yeah, they were for Tampa Bay. Don't blame them. We got the Charlotte Knights, Gaston Grizzlies, Hickory Crawl Dads. And I think the Intimidators, but there's not uh, all of us just minor league or triple well, A. Well, Intimidators, the more they change their name to Cannonball. Or oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. They changed their name to the Cannonballers. Yeah, we yeah, got the Crawdads. That sounds cool as fuck. We got the Scranton Wilkesbury Little Yankees. That's all we have around <laughs> us. We oh and we got like God the the, the honey <laughs> badgers or something in Gastonia too like it's a new team they just came up with the hunt the honey makers honey badgers I don't know something stupid like that uh, so. honey badgers yeah how long dead man wants to know how long you how long been shining before you went on the show 
about about five years. Uh, I got my start in making wine. Uh, I saw a video by Catfish Cooley about closet wine. That you know, Welch's grape juice, two cups of sugar, and some yeast makes the best wine you've ever had. Uh, and I was like, "There's <laughs> no way it's that simple." Um, and I went and did it, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like this is like some good shit." Uh, so by the what? end, like I was buying the wine press, <laughs> and I had uh, I had all the stuff. I had like twenty to thirty gallons of wine sitting around that I hadn't bottled, and I was like, "Damn, I got to do something with this stuff." Uh, so I bought a little cheap steel on Amazon and started making brandy, and that's how I got my start. And then there, from there, I was hooked. Started buying copper pieces, started buying you know actual copper steels, and uh, now I am where I am. And once you start doing it, it's like you're hooked. <laughs> yeah, it's like yes. throwing money in a fire, man. <laughs> it's a way of life. Yeah, it's a way of life. It is, uh, but it's I didn't find it. And, and it is. It's in my <laughs> heritage, and I and I didn't realize that till, uh, you know, I was doing research for the show, and I met with some family back in West Virginia, and they were telling me that you know my grandfather was involved in it. You know, they used to they worked the coal mines, and you know the coal mines would pay them in tokens. <laughs> they wouldn't pay them in like money like we get today, and they would have to use that at the general store or whatever, so that the coal mines keep getting the money back. And uh, so they would buy sugar and all their ingredients for moonshine from the general store, and then they would go and make it and sell it for cash. Dead man also wants to know what was your first productive still? Yeah, my first, like, is he asking what what still did I like run on for the first time? Yeah, first, first still you produced some liquor through a three gallon beaver steel. From Amazon, Chinese pot oh, yeah. steel is what it's uh, the moonshine groups call it, and I still have it. I, you know, if I'm if I'm gonna do some experiment with the flavor and I don't want to use like all my stuff, like I'll I'll still throw it in there and it it still does good. You know, I change out all the fittings for copper just to get some copper in there, but yeah, I soldered one not too long ago. Man, I, I had, had that three gallon little yeah. stainless steel pot. Yeah. We got from Rosewood. That's, uh, that's what I used was a, a it was beaver too. Uh, there's nothing wrong with them. I, I think mm -hmm. people get in this big, you know, war about copper versus stainless versus thump, you know, or kegs versus, you know, the milk cans. Like it, you know, as long as it makes liquor, it's all it's about, man. Yeah. I, I have a, I a six gallon copper. And I just got this keg, you know what I mean? And that's like I just I want to run the keg, yeah. And then then I can double take it, take take the alcohol, put it in the in the copper one if I want to double the still, you know, Absolutely. double run. I've uh, I've built one out of a pressure cooker. I like before. keg just for them. Yeah, I, I see. I seen them on. I don't know if it was YouTube or somewhere oh, around, but those pressure cooker ones, those homemade ones. Yep, it's. A, I've done it. It's. A, I mean, and it works. You know, it's. A, it's all about how much work you're wanting to put into it. You know, I, uh, yeah. I've been talking with uh, this awesome guy, Copper Kelly, uh, Rocky Point Steels. Uh, he's gonna have me come up, and he's gonna teach me about building some copper steels. So. 
super excited about that. Um, he built some quality stuff, like, and like, you know, he built stuff for movies with, you know, movies that have steels in them and stuff like that. Like, he just super knowledgeable about copper. So I'm super grateful to have him teach me. Another Carolina boy in the, in the comments. Carolina Shiner. Uh-oh, boy, them Chaz, them Chaz from North Carolina's hell, ain't he? Yeah, they're coming out. <laughs> me and uh, I got speaking of another Chad. Me and a guy I met, we're good friends now, just online. Uh, we're going to try to go in together and build us a little submarine pot. You know, we're going to try to build one. To, and if there's any damn tips anybody can give us, comments on here anywhere, we sure take them. I'll say uh, I do like my submarine still, just because like. Like, I'm a big guy, so, like, I like to work up high when I'm doing my steel work, you know, when Me I'm too, stealing. Yeah. Um, so, like, having that tall one like I had, it was hard, like, getting the liquor up in there, uh, things like that. So, having a sh- it's good for that, but, uh, like, I'm not pulling high proof off of it like I was with the regular, sh- uh, you know, pot steel. You run a thumper so, on it? Run a thumper on it. Like, I got... I've done the thumper and then two half gallon mason jars too. And uh, I've tried it always. Uh, the only thing that's really been helping is uh, copper mesh. Uh, and then I'm going to try that, that bubble plate here soon again and see what happens with that. You say, I mean, what, what are we talking? 130? What's coming off that? What I mean? I'm averaging about 150 starting out at heads, and then when it hits about 120, like it's it's tanking fast uh, in detail. Yeah, I had that problem so, yesterday. I've had uh, now with that regular pot steel, like I was sitting at around 170 with heads, and then it would float between 170 and 150 uh, for a good bit, and then hearts would sit from about 150 to uh a hundred and then uh like my tails would come in like very like maybe one to two jars of tails. Um so I think it's all I think it's all in the shape of it, like how much height it's got uh dropped from that water vapor back down. So I want to get me a a fifty gallon sub pot, but I want it to be copper, but yeah. It gonna, might be yeah. a little too much for to get a copper one. Oh um, yeah, a sheet so, of copper. How much? How much is a sheet of copper going for right now? Uh, I mean, the oh, it's expensive. It, well, it's like it's got to be thicker, I think, man, because the bottom, and yeah. you got to have legs on that most. When it gets to be that big, I'm thinking you got to have four feet on it. I don't want it on the ground. Maybe it's I, want, I want it on. Some, and yeah, I. And I but, and I run mine on electric element too. So like, I, you know, I don't mess with propane and stuff anymore. But. What I'm thinking Dude. is I might end up having to get a stainless one. And if I do, I will have DRC build the, the pot and then I'll have Adam from Copper Stilco build the top half. Sizzle out. Sizzle Yeah, I'd be pretty sure. That's a killer idea. But I wish I could get the whole fucking thing in copper, but I've yet to see anybody build 50 gallon copper ones because they they seem real like copper's more flimsy. Stainless steel on the bottom. Yeah, like I don't a know how that works. Yeah, yeah. Is somebody to take? Well, I mean, 
Fucking DRC's a TIG master, man. I have to work something out with him. I don't know. I have to get with him and Adam and hey, have like a uh, have a meeting. Conference. Be <laughs> badass. I, hear you. I definitely don't want a shotgun coming off of it. I want it to go to a worm. That'd be badass right there. Yeah. I uh I, I was just um, I want to make my my own enclosed stumper. I mean my own enclosed worm just out of a Gatorade thing and get that sealed down that lid, you know. I wanted to go price the the worm of copper. Holy shit, it was like seventy some bucks just Holy. for that. Uh, what was that? Twenty foot. Why do you want to? Why do you want to enclose worm? You know why they but, use those, right? It's because yeah. the, the reason why I want it is for, is for the water flow. Like it, the it will be more volume. It'll be pushing it out faster. So I'm I'm fear it'll be pump, less bro. ice. Well, they they put a fucking uh what do they call what do they call that the tank of water that you got running to your worm uh, uh flake stand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's for, man. And if you don't have that, then there's, I mean, there's, I mean, I'm open top worm all day long. It's fine for me. Yeah, same here. Well, mainly because I paste in and I need that water to wash my hands off with. That too. Like, every once in a while, I dip, dip the nuts in there and get them clean. And clean. Yeah. <laughs> drop, your, you drop your drink in there, everything, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking... Uh, I'd be all uh, hamburger in that motherfucker. I'd be like, "Oh shit, Rip, this I, is what's for dinner tonight." I think your volume of your water up. turnover is going to depend on the gallons per minute that you pump you put on it. Yeah, I, yeah, either that or just get a bigger pump. I mean, we can still put the lid back on it, you know, if that's what you want to do. But yeah, uh, you know, <clears throat> if you are going to use one of those screw top, I recommend you get the one from Home Depot. Yeah, you talking about a water cooler? That's the best one yeah. they make. It's made by a uh, uh, fucking what's the name of that company? A rubber fucking oh rubber, rubber made. made rubber made. made. They yeah. make the Home Depot coolers and they're thermal, man. They're fucking they'll hold they hold the heat and the cold. Whatever you're trying to do, they work good. I used to use one as a mash yeah, they work as a mash tun real well. But, uh, I, I, I want to build that, but I, I do want to get a copper warm. But you get, when I order when I order one, it's going to take longer than six months to get that. You know what I mean? So I just want to get something going now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, them five gallon buckets are the shit. Yeah. I've got a five-gallon bucket one. if you want one. Yeah. I got, we got, got a, a bucket, too. Big Easy made a video on our channel making one. So if you ever want to make one I watched that the other day, actually. They're the shit, dude. Uh, fucking worms are the shit, period. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've starting out, we was building... We was building Liebigs and Liebigs and Liebigs, and it, you could put so much goddamn copper in that Liebig, it doesn't fucking matter. You got a worm. <laughs> it's doing better than a fucking Liebig any day of the week. Liebigs yes, are sir. cool, and they look cool, but if you have a tub of water and another tub of water, it's going to work twice as good. 
Yeah, I agree, I, Chad. I'll pump up from an ice chest, put some ice water in there, um, let it do its thing, and. Oh yeah, what's your favorite thing besides the hunk of hunk of burning love to to run as far as shine goes? Uh, I'd have to say recently it's that it's that kettle corn popcorn I've been doing. So I take out movie theater popcorn after it comes off the steel, like it's just got that good buttery smell to it. And then I'll mix in uh, a simple syrup with a little bit of vanilla, and uh, it just gives it that sweet salty taste. We're waiting on the video, bro. We need to put a video on that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Never, I never even thought about putting like just popcorn. You, you gotta know? think outside the box, baby. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. Oh, I, mean, I got bacon on my mind now. Bacon. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, and when I make flavors, I want to make flavors that are not uh, popular. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to do stuff outside the box. Kind of create my own. Um, my own category, I guess you can say. Like people ask me all the time, like, "Oh, like I bet you do an awesome apple pie." No, not really. I hate apple pie. Like it's so overdone. Like I hate doing it. Uh, if you ask for it, I'm probably gonna give you apple juice, a cinnamon stick, and mix in some moonshine. Like I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> hey, I'm Nick, not I gonna try them, it. I tell them all the time. Everybody has it. To buy apple pie. You're either trying to get some pussy or you are a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so overdone um you know i do a pretty awesome pecan pie um you know i, I really like that um i'm probably you know i'm getting ready to get into stra yeah, strawberry season in north carolina get ready to get into uh, strawberry lemonade that i do pretty good too so strawberry brandy baby there you go yeah yeah you put wood chips on that Hell no, boy. That's ready for drinking. That's ready for human consumption right there. I mean, is I it aged with wood? Is that where that color comes from? Nah, that's my secret ingredient. I can tell y'all fire. All right. Said, I just I seen the color you, of you it. A, I was thinking like, that looks like bourbon. You sent me a jar of that last year, didn't you? Griffin, I thought I wanted to. Yeah. Mm. Actually, it's real good. Man, it's, it's probably one of the best strawberry brandies I've ever tasted. Now ain't just because I'm running. Oh, yeah. Usually I'm pretty critical on my on liquor. Like everybody loves my Reese cup. I don't really care for it. You know, yeah. but people love it. I mean, I can't keep it. That that's where I'm getting with peanut butter banana. Everybody keeps asking for it after the show. And man, every time I open up that jar of powdered peanut butter, like it, it almost turns my stomach. Like I'm about I'm about done. I after you know, <laughs> I get things going with this one distillery and Sugarlands. I'm probably gonna retire. You know. I'm doing peanut butter, you know, on the side. I've only done it twice. Y'all ain't got I'm no biscuits and gravy, though, son. I, that's <laughs> another one. Heck yeah. <laughs> and what else? Uh, flaming Hot Cheetos. I, that's what I wanted to try. Yeah. I, you know, I never saw the – I've seen, seen a video of you doing it, but I never – how did it come out? The gravy or the Cheetos? The Cheetos. Uh, it's – it gets you in the back. It's not really like boom on the palate. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blending it right now. Uh, like I let it sit for a while because I had a bunch of other shit on my desk. So right now I was blending it earlier. 
So I haven't tried it since I blended it. I'm thinking that I blended a little bit of the back end with the front end. It will have more of a flavor to it. But it right. gets you in the back of the throat. Like like yeah. when you're eating hot Cheetos and you swallow them, it gets a little spicy back here. That's where it gets you. It don't really get you on the tongue too much. Uh, but it makes an excellent Bloody Mary. Fucking badass Bloody Mary. I bet it would, uh, man. I ain't talking about that. Heck yeah. That biscuits and gravy, though. That motherfucking shit smells and tastes like biscuits and gravy, dude. I ain't hey, even kidding. Yeah. Man, I can't. It's right away. I can't dude, I've had that together, idea. Bro. Shit on a shingle. <laughs> uh, I thought about, you know, for you know Thanksgiving, Christmas time, doing a sweet potato casserole. Um, hey, sweet potato my, my pie. Boy right above me, man. My boy right above <laughs> me got a hell of a pumpkin pie recipe. I do it every year, and that people love it. Can't keep it. Had people asking for it in July. Yeah, yeah no, pumpkin that, pie man. is good. It's a good recipe. Pumpkin pie and peach cobbler. I think the best, like, think the best thing I probably ever made was the was the peach cobbler. You can't yeah, really get peach, peach cobbler. cobbler. Uh, oh, man, we got to hear that. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, you know, when I uh, one of the first, you know, actual aged whiskeys I've done. I did a like a maple vanilla, and I did uh, I put coffee creamer in the thumper, uh, and it and it like a sweet vanilla, and I, I'm telling you what, it pulled through. Uh, I was very surprised with that. Did it? Uh, that aged it on some uh, oak, and man, it was good stuff. I wish I would have wrote down that recipe because man, I've been trying to recreate it, and I just can't get it right. So would you <laughs> you run a maple yeah. mash, and then you put coffee creamer in the thump? Yep. Hell yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I did a now maple to get on maple. maple syrup. What? 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 I so I've done. I said, uh, I've been trying to get grip. One more time. I said I've been trying to get grip to get me some damn maple syrup from up north, and I was going to run it or mash it in. I can't get him that. Yeah, right. I have a, I have a, but but all the bees are in dormant. Okay, every all the the honey. No, you wanted honey. I wanted damn maple syrup out of the tree, boy. Yeah, well, that tree that, that, no, no, the closest place I know for that would be in Berwick. But the honey that my buddy makes, all the bees are in dormant right now. I'll take honey too. Hell, honey's gold nowadays. Go to yeah. the grocery store and try to buy some damn honey. I did. Uh, I did honey on the show with that peanut butter banana. Like the flavor didn't come through, which I wasn't in- expecting it to. It was. Uh, I was using it more for you know free sugar content. You know I have honey bees on the property, so it's uh, you know anything for my, at least my episode. Anything you forged or grew counted as free. So I just use it as a something for the yeast to munch on. Right on. Right on. Oh, yeah. It's expensive. I've done a full-on honey run twice where, you know, I'm talking like 30 to 50 pounds of honey. That shit's expensive. I did a a maple syrup run, and I think I used 40-something pounds of maple syrup. And then I infused it while it was running with more maple syrup, more maple syrup. And it was expensive as fuck, but when you drank it, I don't feel like there was enough maple hitting you in the mouth. I think that maple should have kicked you in the dick, but it, I don't think it did. 
um, that's my opinion on my own shit, but I took some, some, uh, lightly charred sugar maple wood, put it on that, aged it, tasted it, was like, ah, then I finished it on oak. So now it's a lot fucking better finishing it on oak, you know, and I had it on wood for quite a while. So I couldn't get my honey. I didn't honey run. I did a honey run one time and I couldn't get the honey flavor to come through. I don't know what I did wrong. Same thing with bananas. <laughs> Chad, I know that cat, that cat, that, that rum that you made. You, you, you said that you're afraid of the ginger or something in it. The spiced rum. I, I put some ginger in it. Yeah. I, I thought it was fucking fantastic. Was I didn't. I I drank the whole the whole thing that you said. I just, I drank it on TikTok and I fell backwards. I busted my head open. <laughs> uh, to me, to me, you're not supposed to taste when you got that many ingredients. You're not supposed to taste one ingredient more than the other ones. Yeah. It's supposed to be all, and I can taste the ginger strong. So I, that's what made me think I had too much ginger in it. Go ahead, Nick. I was going to say that, um, I, you know, part of it coming from the wine side of it, you know, I, you know, with the honeybees, I've made several strawberry meads or blackberry meads, um, that that honey doesn't come through at first, but then after you let it sit like unaged and then you open it back up, like that honey, like hits you in the face. Uh, it's almost overpowering. Okay. Right I love mead, man. Yeah, that, that that's, that's what I'm going to be doing this year. I'm going to I'm gonna go outside the box. I, I don't even think I'm going to buy any grains. I'm just going to just go outside the box and try something new. Man, I'm like winning a poo with honey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do what, brother? Uh, you kind of look like winning the poo. Hey, I'm like winning the poo, man. Me, I get stuck in a uh, window. Feel better? Yeah, yeah, I've done lots of meads uh, over the years. I've done. Uh, I'm actually about to start one uh, in the next couple of days. Uh, it's going to be so actually. And everything, oh yeah, yeah. I got the Smurf Smurf Berry. I remember that. It's got Papa yeah, Smurf flipping a bird on the <laughs> bottle. Yeah. Uh, but. But yeah, Smurfberry. I did a Smurfberry mead, and I ran a Smurfberry mead through the still. So I got Smurfberry moonshine and Smurfberry mead. They were decent. Uh, I made them with a real high dollar honey. It's called a uh, uh, star thistle honey. It's uh, I think it's star thistle. Ain't that what it's called? It's from them purple flowers. It's real expensive ass honey, but it's know. it's good shit. And I'm about to do one here soon with uh, uh it's gonna be spiced. So what do they call it? A melomel is when you use fruit. Yeah. And then what do they call it when you use spices? Uh, I I can't remember. I thought it starts with an A. I can't remember the exact name of it. So I'm gonna do a melomel and I'm gonna use spices. So there's a like a I forget what they call that one. That's what I'm doing this time. I'm gonna use and I just was at the grocery and I seen some fucking nice ass blood oranges. And I got a buddy out in California that he's, he's like the meat master. This dude makes top notch meat and he makes a blood orange one. And I'm like, well, we'll try some blood orange in it, but I'm going to throw some other things with the blood orange. You know, I'm going to do my play on a blood, blood orange. I'm probably going to do a couple other fruits and some spices, probably some cinnamon in there. 
I'm going to try it because I have some of that star thistle honey left over. And if you're watching Pinchy, thanks for that honey. She brought me five gallon bucket of fucking honey, dude. Oh, that, oh, that's that, that, that's like getting a golden I mean, bar right there. Yeah. <laughs> better get a bottle of Frankie back. Get a bottle of oh, I'll send her some. I'll send her a box, yeah. and if she ever comes back down here, I'll hook her up. Okay. So, yeah, what's your favorite mead you ever ran, Nick? I got uh, probably that strawberry I did. Uh, that strawberry mead, I still have some of it. Um, and I sip on it every now and then, but, um, you know, it was just, um, I don't know. I think once you convert over to moonshine, like it, you know, and you, you get out of the wine business for a while, you forget all the steps you need to do. Cause you know, with, with wine, you know, you're just, you gotta be super clean with everything, you know, and not saying you don't have to be with moonshine too, but you know, I'm not stars in and the shit out of, you know, all my stuff and, you know, yeah. So in hopes that's not going to turn to vinegar, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and with yes, wine yeah. too, like you have to get the Camden pills. You got to all that all that shit. You got to get. I mean, if if you want to go that far, I don't use yeah. I don't use Camden. Oh, I do use here lately is I use a uh, a fucking uh, clarifier. And I've used a bunch of different clarifiers. There's only one that really fucking works for the shit, and it's amazing. But that's the only thing outside of yeast is the clarifier. And you don't even have to use that. Yeah. Wine is easy as shit to make. It's amazing. 99% of the time, it's coming out good. The worst thing that comes out bad is when you do beer, that's when you need star sands every goddamn thing. Wine ain't so bad, but when you're doing beer and you're using anything that has barley or, or weed in it, goddamn infection, the, infection, 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 vinegar. Yeah, oh, fuck that, man. Fuck beer. The local store by my it. house that I go to, they, they have a, a filter machine to run your wine through, and there's these fuck. filter pads that you put in there. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> My buddy bought Are one of those, and he said that's ball. the biggest joke ever. Yeah, and the pads are like expensive as hell too. Oh yeah, oh well, and I and I bought like the cheap version of it, and you got to really have a good pump pressure to push it through there. Like it, yeah. it is like like slow, slower than distilling drip. You want to make good wine? Shit. Get a conical fermenter with a jar. That's it. Yeah, and get some clarifier and put in that motherfucker. You don't need to filter nothing. Well, and I've had wine clear up on its own too. If I let it sit long enough, like if you rack it, just rack it. I've just now started going using a wine yeast for my brandies. And uh, well, uh, which one are you using? I can't tell. That lab getting D forty seven. That's what I use this time. That's good. Use. Somebody told me you, yeah. the K8 or K6116 or whatever. K- KC1118 is what I use with the peach. Yeah, yeah I, I use EC1118 because uh, it has a high, like a high alcohol yield in it and it's good for fruit. Okay. So. Well, he told me this, that D47 have a better flavor. So that's the reason I went with it. Yeah. I think it's the Man. temperature uh, tolerance on that, though, is uh, like you have to keep it like, Closer to eighty consistently. Uh, that's why I like the, the EC. 
Yeah, yeah, there you go. I like the EC because, you know, it can go float between 65 degrees or 95 degrees and it's still going to do its thing. The same thing with bread yeast. You can't go wrong with just your traditional bread yeast, too. Flashman's. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I started with. Hey, man, Flashman's put out a yield. I'll tell you right now, you put Flashman's on apples, and you'll run for all day long. Oh, yeah. Apples do give a good yield. I'm actually getting ready to do another TikTok about uh, yeast and you know, what I use and, you know, what works and, you know, what you're going to, you know, waste your time with. That's what's up, man. People need to know, you know, that's. Yeah, I, I, I like talk. watching the videos like that because it might, if I don't know something like that, you know what I mean? It's, you get to learn, yeah. you know. Well, and, and I had someone the other day, you know, I, I done one about, you know, I was kind of being a little bit comical about it, but I was also being serious about, you know, moonshine's illegal like federally illegal uh, you know the government's not getting their 40 to 60 percent off each jar. Yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> you deserve a spanking and this lady like ripped me a new one because she's like you're you're to uh deterring people from going legal it's not 40 to 60 percent like they're maybe getting like two to three dollars off a jar and i'm just like that is completely inaccurate information like i was and, like here and, they're, and they're irrelevant you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they getting 40 cents off a jar is too much. Exactly. But why does it matter to her? <laughs> fuck, fuck her. Well, and, and she was a lady. Comment video. <laughs> she, you gotta put that comment on uh, Master Distiller, and she and she works at a distillery. And I'm just like, you know, if maybe you're getting some kind of government grant, but in North Carolina, after you're done paying federal, state, and every kind of tax you got to pay. You're only getting 40, uh, 40 to 60%, well, depending on it, 40 to 60% of each jar sale. Like, I mean, it's, it's absurd. I've learned, I've learned, man, that these illegal distillers, they don't like us much. They don't care for illegal distillers that much, you know. There's that's why these laws exist. Yeah. Well, and, and, that's, and that's what I was trying to explain to her. Like, if, if they were only getting that much off of it, then why isn't everybody opening up a distillery? Like, like that just doesn't make any sense. But uh, I could definitely tell on the show that there's a rift between legal distillers and actual moonshiners uh, behind the scenes. Well, and a lot of them come from, like, they have their degree. You know, they, they went to school for it. You know, they have their degrees in biochemistry and all this shit. But we're coming in here, like, from heritage and like learning ourselves and you know cutting it by taste and everything else like you know they're everything with them it's scientific and it's uh and on job training it's it's not it's not about you know scientifically cutting it or well i put you know this percent of fruit in it so this is what i should be getting out of it it's all about taste you know if it doesn't taste good no one's gonna buy it that's yeah. a fact I feel that most people out there are full of shit. And uh, if you're watching and you are full of shit, fuck your mama. <laughs> fuck them people. I don't give a fuck. Uh, we need, do it the way we're going to do it. Before we get too late, I want to hear that blacked out story, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. About the blacked out story. All right. Not a lot of people know about this one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you know, I love making moonshine for people to try and taste. And uh, I got a group of friends, uh, 
that we went camping with this past uh, this past summer. Well, we went up there. They were camping. We weren't. But I had like six, seven different moonshines <laughs> with me and uh, wanting them to taste them all. And we get up there and I have about maybe a half a Dixie cup full of it. And uh, I thought I was pouring like one I diluted down to about 80, pr- 80 proof. And it had to have been about 120 because that, you know, half a Dixie cup. I was like, man, you know, this stuff ain't working. It ain't working. You know, what did I do wrong? And we get down to the creek uh, and there's tons of kids around. I like I made a complete idiot myself, but get down to the creek and it all hits me at one time. Like I went into full stupid mode and uh, like falling in the creek, like sliding head first into the water. Um by the time we get up to uh they're having to carry me like out like i just like they just put me up on, on the riverbank and i'm passed out like everyone's having this good time they're eating and drinking and i slept through the whole thing with like i've only been there maybe an hour but yeah, uh it happens the best of it really. yeah that's what i tell people moonshine has a delay fuse on it like you know by the time like you think nothing's happening it's going to hit you all at one time yeah, it does. Like when, when, like probably the same thing happened with you, Chad. But when you had uh, Outlaws, fucking the one thirty apple pie or that he made that he sent us. Yeah, I he sent it for my birthday, and I I sipped, I I drank the whole thing, the whole the whole, and I didn't feel like nothing at first, but then like a half hour oh, later, bitch. man, I was <laughs> it was I was gone. <laughs> Yeah, the apple pie I've ever been able to drink. He learned thirty. Outlaw makes a good apple pie. He makes a good lemonade too. Lemon drop. That lemon yeah. drop was my favorite. He makes. He gave it to me in Maggie Valley. It was amazing. Okay, were were you in Maggie Valley for Winter Jam? Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I was there for the summer one. Was you up there this summer? Yeah, I was up here, Chad. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. I was at a uh, was name at motel. Uh, shit, the Smoky Mountain Lodge or something. It's where they had the birthday party for. Uh, yeah, for Margie. For, we probably we probably seen each other. I, I was there all weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, are you gonna Are you gonna be at the summer one this year? People, yeah, I'll be back for the summertime you know, too. I, I kept looking at people. I'll definitely get that one. And I was like, I think I know these people, you know, but I couldn't put a name with them. So, and they looking at me like they thought they know me. You know how it is? People look at you. Yeah. I never, I, I know, recognize Bennett. You know, me and Bennett hung out a minute. And uh, Uncle Moonshine, Jason Aldridge was there. Yep. Uh, there's, there's a few TikTokers I, that I noticed, but I'm sure they were. I, I got to say, the best, the best story I got about you was, was at the sun, at, the summer one last year, where just me and Chad are just walking with each other, right? There's this guy on TikTok. His name, well, who? His name's Possum, right? Oh yeah, Possum. Yeah. He walks by Chad and he goes, "You're Moonshine Chad. Can I have your autograph?" <laughs> I was like, "Chad's like, what the brother, I found one." It's a it's a it's a weird feeling people asking you for their autograph. You know, and you get it, and you get it at least after being on the show. You get it in the weirdest spots. Like, you know, I one time I was shopping at Walmart and I was getting ready to do a big run, so I, I got the big, you know, twenty five pound bags of sugar, like 
buying all this distilled water because I run, you know, I don't have good clean wet water, so I use distilled water and uh, just full. My bag is <laughs> full of this shit, and this guy's like, "I know you," and I was like, "No, you don't." And he's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> he said, "You're on that show." I said, well, "Yeah, I said master distiller." He said, he said, man, it looks like you're getting ready to do a run. And I mean, just drawing all this attention towards me. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, man, can I come with you to a run? I was like, man, not today, buddy. I, you know, maybe another time. <laughs> but he's just following me around the store. And then like, people are starting to notice. And I'm like, dude, I got to get out of here. <laughs> nice. I remember, remember one time I bought a crap load of fucking bananas when I did my, I did a banana brandy run last year. I, I just, and I live in Pennsylvania. Not a lot of people know a lot about moonshine up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go to, I, I go down to Walmart, throw all the bananas, and everybody's looking at me like, what the hell are you going to do with all those bananas? Jeff, you yeah, got a bunch of I? <laughs> I'm going to fucking eat them. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting fucking weird, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, boys, yeah. I, I appreciate you coming on. How we all do, Nick. Uh, well, I appreciate y'all having me. run I got to do. And it's 830. You know? All right. And, uh, moonshine calls. I appreciate you, man. And we got to get up. I got your number. You got my number. We'll get up on that on that jar swap. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I hope, I hope I, y'all bring me some someday. Man. Or maybe I'll get some down yeah. to Maggie. Don't forget about us up in I north. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'll I try to make my way up there. See y'all later. All right, All right. See you later. Yeah.